on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 27 of Trail Tales. I got the episode number wrong at the beginning of last week's episode. I said 25, and it was supposed to be 26. And when I listened back on it, I, like, cringed. I was like, oh, shit, I totally fucked that up. But episode number 27 of Trail Tales, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. First of all, because I'm recording this introduction, like, quote, live, like, I'm I'm on the line, I'm on the phone with my guest, Flossie, right now, and I usually will record the conversation and then edit it and then go back and record the introduction once everything's done, but in the interest of time, we kind of got delayed a couple days here because I was sick when we were supposed to record originally. In the interest of time, we're just recording this now, I'm doing the introduction right now, and then we're going to put it out there, but like I just said a second ago... This week's guest is a man named Mitchell Larby, trail name Flossie. You might recognize that name, and that's because he was the third guest that Trail Tales ever had. That's right, episode number three. Way back in, it must have been like probably October at the time we recorded that episode, and then it didn't come out until the beginning of November, something like that, but quite a long time ago now. Flossie and I met on the AT, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be talking all about our thru-hike of the Foothills Trail. Now, if you're not familiar with the Foothills Trail, we're going to talk all about it in just a second, but it's basically just this 77-ish mile hike out in South Carolina and a little bit in North Carolina as well, just right on the border there. Um, And Flossie and I went out last week. Today is May 7th, and we left for the hike on April 27th, so it was just barely over a week ago actually a week to the date right now we were literally on the trail so we were probably eating dinner and about ready to go to bed so you know we just got back from this hike is is my point here and yeah i think we're just going to kind of go through every single day of the hike and just talk about it we don't really have any topics uh those of you that listen to the show regularly have probably heard me say before that i like to prepare a lot of questions and stuff and I literally don't have anything in front of me other than the map that we took on this hike with us. So I don't know. We're just we're just going to talk about every single day. And at the end, we're going to talk about a pretty weird story, something that happened to us. The most like trail tales end of episode story time, like worthy story. Um, yeah. And the, the other reason why this is going to be different is because, like I said, I'm kind of down to the wire to get this episode out because I'm going to post it literally right after we're done recording. And because of that, I don't really want to edit it. So I'm going to try to do this completely unedited. Like, I don't usually edit the episodes that much anyways. Like, I'll just, like, cut out some of the ums every now and then. And if I say something really stupid or, like, stutter, then I'll maybe cut that out. But I'm just going to I'm just gonna try to do it live on this one. Flossie and I are pretty good friends. I'm a little more comfortable around him, I guess, than I would be around somebody who I've never talked to before. So I'm that's what we're gonna try to do. Dude. Uh, <laughs> we're Dude, gonna we're get not into it. Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? You're you're sliding <laughs> into the introduction there, Flossie. It's live <laughs> said, folks. Dude, what are you talking about? We're not friends. <laughs> oh god, no, he doesn't like me after after this hike apparently, but <laughs> I think I think I think we're friends. I think he's joking there. Um we're gonna nah, get dude, it. We're, we're totally gonna... friends. I just took a Dollar General trip to the store yeah, for this really. podcast just to show how committed I am. We got yeah, we we had all sorts of trouble getting this episode together. Like we were gonna record uh, a couple days ago on Sunday, like the day after I flew back from our hike, 
but I got like really, really sick for like a couple days, like with the stomach bug or something ridiculous like that. And there was just no way I could like try to like I tried like I wanted to do it, but I got I just couldn't. And then yesterday, Flossie had some work delays, and then today we were gonna record it, and we almost couldn't because his headphones weren't working. So then, but he, I saved the day. He drove all the way to Dollar General. Yeah, dude, I had to headphones. get. I had to get some Norse odds and tuna for dinner tonight anyway, so... <laughs> Dude, nah, no way. You, you had enough of that stuff uh, for the past couple of days. <laughs> All right, hold up just a second, Flossie. We're going to get into it. Um, wow, people are probably hating me for cutting off my guests right now just to plug my stupid bullshit, but <laughs> I got to say a couple things. for you. Like them on Twitter, Snapchat, yes. Instagram. Go like me at on... At Trail Tales Pod. Yeah, see, oh, he knows it. He's, I should just let you say it. Yes, Instagram. Nah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Instagram. At Trail Tales Pod, Twitter at Trail Tales Pod, Gmail or, or email, Gmail, whatever you want to call it. I have an email. Tell me how you like this episode. Tell me how you like doing this kind of live, or maybe talk some shit to me for cutting Flossie off to plug this shit, like I just said. Um, Trail Tales yes, Pod, talk at, some shit <laughs> at gmail.com. Haven't really gotten much shit talk yet. Um, let's see. What else do I need to say? You know what? We're already doing it. Let's. I I plug that stuff enough uh, during the other episode. So. Let's just jump into it, dude. <laughs> At least Mitchell Larvey, right? <laughs> Mitchell Larvey, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? How about them Bruins, man? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I don't think I I try not to talk about the Bruins very much because nobody really cares because it's a hiking podcast. But the Bruins are going to the no, Eastern honestly, Conference Finals. Let's go. Honestly, I just want I just wanted to bring that up because I I know Mullet's probably going to listen to this, so yeah, that's really the only reason. Yeah, our our <laughs> buddy Mullet, uh, Mullet Mike, who's been. A, guest on two episodes now he's a he, or he's he's not he's not really a blue jackets columbus blue jackets fan but he lives in columbus and so he the bruins just beat columbus in the uh core semifinals eastern eastern conference semifinals now they're going to the actual eastern conference finals and if they win against carolina i know i've got some listeners in the carolinas right where we just were um they win there, they're going to the cup, so that's pretty sick. The NHL is sick, but again, I don't I think can... anybody really cares about that. Let's uh, yeah. let's talk about some hiking, Flossie. How you feeling a couple days since we got back now? Um, I wish I was back out there, that's for sure. Um, Not really. I felt, actually I felt great going out there. The only thing is that we, I guess we sort of forgot we were like, on vacation but a lot a lot of people just don't go out and do a 77 mile through hike no. on their vacation but but we're sort of and most of the people watching this um probably can relate but uh we're we're not the norm for sure no. anyways we, we still not, slept in though like you said a couple yeah that's times. what i'm saying like the hardest part was trying to slow the pace down when we were out there yeah I'm sure you can agree oh yeah but oh yeah for sure I'm, it was sort of nice to sleep in like we kept saying we were trying to wake up early but it just never happened usually <laughs> on my part too <laughs> i mean i but. yeah it was on your part like the first time and then after like literally you said one time you were like dude we're on vacation like let's just sleep in and after that i was kind of like yeah, all right, we'll sleep in. And That's when I what say I'm saying. when I say sleep in, I don't mean like we weren't like sleeping until like eleven. We would just sleep yeah. until like probably like eight instead of getting up at like six thirty or seven, like we kind of originally talked about, you know. 
it was just hard to make the adjustment from like constantly on the grind on the Appalachian. Like there really was no, I mean, there was an end goal, which was completing the trail, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't any Katahdin, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, it was hard to slow the pace down just cause even though it was six months afterwards, it still was, we kept saying, dude, we need to just <laughs> slow down, just take in the views and everything. But, yeah. uh, yeah, we sort of had trouble slowing down and actually your foot sort of hurt from, that was the result of it really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beginning. I don't, I still don't really know what's going on with that. We'll, we'll get into that in just a second. I, I kind of want to start here by just like giving some information about what the foothills trail is. Now, if you're like a regular listener, you might've heard my episode like a long, it was probably like a month or now as long as a month, maybe like two months ago now with, uh, Aaron, uh, Wankles. Ivy. Well, uh, Aaron it? Ivy. Wankles is his trail name. That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh man. And, uh, he <laughs> talked a little bit about his foothills trail through hike. Um, I think it was like a year or two ago, but um we didn't really like talk the whole episode about it so i'm just going to give some of the information about it so like i said it's in the carolinas it's mostly in south carolina but it does kind of skirt into north carolina for a couple miles in a couple different spots too and it actually goes right up to the georgia border as well it's like right at the intersection of those uh three states georgia north carolina and south carolina pretty much and it's 76 point five or 0.2 miles yeah we were just rounding up to 77 because that that makes sense right 76.2 you round up to 77 obviously (laughs) that's right (laughs) so yeah it's it's, so it's not a long trail but um it's freaking awesome it starts in oconee state park in south carolina and ends in table rock state park or vice vice versa if you do it the other way we hiked from uh west to east yeah so we, we hiked Ebo, <laughs> most trails are like northbound, southbound, like Novo Sobo, but it's like east west. So I don't know. It would we should have hiked westbound just so we could say we could we went like Wobo. I feel like that that sounds better than Ebo. Oh, I don't I don't even know. That's that's stupid as fuck. But I, yeah, but I like the direction we went for sure. Yeah, for was, sure. For sure. I'm glad the way it ended. Absolutely, absolutely. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about like just how we made some of the logistics work like before we even started hiking so i flew into savannah georgia where flossy lives conveniently enough and he scooped my ass up from the airport and then we drove probably took us what like five and a half six hours ish it took me about that long to friggin find you in the airport (laughs) i got lost like i never i haven't been to the airport very very much so Sort of got lost, lost looking, for, <laughs> looking for looking for Nar. Yeah, we we made it work though. He scooped me. We drove. Yeah, like I said, all the way up to Table Rock State Park, which is the end of the trail or the end of the trail for us at least. And from there, we took a personal shuttle run by my parents. Thank you, mom and dad, very much for driving us. Um, and they drove us from Table Rock back to Oconee, and we left our car at table rock. So we were basically just hiking back to the car. That way we didn't have to worry about getting a shuttle at the end of the trail and like hiking on a, 
on some sort of like pace or anything. We just, we knew the car was at the end and we just had to make it there with however much food we had. So that's kind of how we did it. Um, we also camped at Oconee State Park the very first night, which um, I guess a little pro tip for anybody who wants to do this. First of all, try to get to Table Rock or Oconee, whichever park you're leaving a car at, try to get there before six o'clock. Um, it might be, might even be five thirty for a Coney. I can't quite remember. Double check that, people. But you want to get there before whatever their closing time is, because the lady on the phone kind of made it sound like you're really not supposed to get there after that. We showed up at six thirty, and we still got like a parking pass and everything, so like it was fine. But make note of that. And the other thing you should make a note of is in I believe the South Carolina State Parks online, it says that you can only reserve them for two nights. However, two nights minimum that is. However, I contacted Oconee State Park and was just like, hey, like we're just we just want to crash for the night and then we want to go do this hike. We'll be out of the park the next morning. Like, is there any way we can just do that? And they made me wait until the day of just to make sure there were sites available before I reserved one. But they did let me kind of like bend that rule a little bit just for the night. So that was pretty dope as well. Um, I don't know. I feel like that pretty much like covers like the pre-trail logistics flossy is there anything else that i missed there you think people should know if they want to go do this trail yeah if you have if do you have to be a resident to have the south carolina passport oh um, the park pass yeah so my parents live in south carolina and i guess there's this thing where um you if you get this like i'm assuming it's like annual park pass or something it's like some sort of like entry to all the parks for some i, I don't i don't know what it is it's it's their pass but if you have a South Carolina Parks Pass, I believe it's called, um, then you can you don't have to pay for the parking, which, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. If you don't have this, which I'm assuming a lot of people won't if you're not from South Carolina, um, it's like $5 per day to leave your car at Table Rock. I'm assuming it's the same for Oconee, but double check that. I'm not positive on that. It, it should be, but I'm not positive. Um, so yeah, but we had this past thing, so we didn't have to pay. So that was sweet. Thanks again, mom and dad, <laughs> really hooking us up on this trip. That was great. Oh, also just, um, what was that called? Carpet golf. Oh. <laughs> look, look for the map, look for the map by the carpet golf place. So you know where you're going. Cause yeah. we got, <laughs> yeah, we so... got into our, like the first night we stayed there, we got into our campsite just, just around dark. Yeah, was, that was, was cool though. That was kind of my fault. I, I I did like all the planning pretty well, I think, but I didn't actually like find out like where the Foothills Trail started in Oconee State Park or where our campsite was for that matter. So we were kind of driving around the park for like at least a half an hour, maybe longer, like just trying to find our campsite and everything. And then the next morning we woke up and we're like, okay, well now we have to go find the trail. And it turns out it was probably like at least a mile from where our campsite was, but we got hooked up by this um, just, just this uh, trail, this guy that was just staying in the campground that was going to do some trail runs. And he actually just like saw us kind of wandering around the campground like freaking idiots. And he picked us up and he uh, brought us down to the trail. So that was great as well. So just bring a map, I guess. That's kind of stupid and obvious. But bring a map of the campgrounds <laughs> if you're going to do this so you can find everything easily. <laughs> That's what did that guy – What, what he, he said he did the what Benton McKay – yeah, trail. yeah. He did a race on that. It was like 200 miles. Like yeah, a trail something run. ridiculous. Like some like 200 mile trail run, which I'm sh honestly, I bet you there's somebody listening to this that has done things like that, which is absolutely insane. And you should come on the show another time and be an 
be a guest if that's you, but yeah. For it's... sure, because like, I, I even have questions about that. Obviously, you didn't trail run 200 miles like straight. I'm just wondering how they, like, do you, is, it's obviously, it's probably supported, wouldn't you think? I, f- I feel like it's got to be, I mean, it's are you going to carry, like, a like, heavy pack they... for 200 miles of running? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, like, do they, I wonder if there's, like, a stopping point during, like, yeah, I don't know, I have a lot of questions. Be. Like, I, is... I do, too, honestly. I, I feel like I'm a pretty good knowledge base when it comes to like hiking and backpacking but when it comes to trail running not really honestly i really can't like i i I, i'm probably sounding like an idiot like just saying that stuff in front of people that are listening to this that actually do the trail runs and they're like oh it's so obvious you just do this and that but like yeah we we don't know people sorry (laughs) um let's uh let's talk about day one flossie so day one we so we started from Oconee and we hiked what was it like 16.3 miles or 15.9 miles actually is what it was to yeah 15 burls mm-hmm. burls burls ford, ford. burls yeah. ford campground burls so ford. we stayed so basically that whole day we were walking alongside chatuga river so you could see mm-hmm. that was basically the border i mean if you walked a I, I was saying like, I wish that I would have brought my fishing pole, and I was like, ah, oh, but I'd have to buy a South Carolina license. And you were like, no, you just walk across the river because <laughs> I, I got a Georgia license. So, yeah, um, just but yeah, inside. yeah, we were on the Chattooga River, like basically, basically the not the whole day, probably half the day. Yeah, the second half of the day, I'd say. So we were walking through which. This is like my first experience really walking through that much sand, like on yeah, the on the beaches too. and stuff. We were really exposed to the heat, which we got beautiful weather. We got really lucky. It sprinkled probably what like once <laughs> that first night. <laughs> That's a little disclaimer seconds. I feel like I should probably say is um I feel like I'm about to and, and Flossie probably is too, I feel like we're about to both like hype this trail up quite a bit and I just want, <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. I meant to say it's at the beginning. Uh, two disclaimers about us hyping this trail up. First of all, you've heard at least me talk about like shitty parts of the AT. And like, I, I'm not the kind of person that just hypes up like every single hike I've been on. Like, I'm not going to go like have a terrible hike and then talk about how great it was on my stupid podcast. Right. So I'm not just hyping it up to hype it up. Like I legit think this trail is amazing. And then the second thing Flossie just mentioned is that we literally had like perfect weather the entire time. So that also like contributes to the fact that we had like such an awesome hike and why I think this trail is so amazing. But um, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Sure I kind of hype it up. Yeah. I'm yeah, for sure. Going to hype it up. It was awesome. It, it was amazing. <laughs> So kind of going back to that first day, um, let's see. So the river was like the second half. Overall, I think that that first day, like terrain-wise, was probably like the easiest out of all of them. Would you, I don't know. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Um, I don't know if I we, – we really hit a wall like after, after lunch that first day. Yeah. I think it was just mostly because of the heat. And you coming from, would you come from like, what what was the temperature in Vermont when you left? Like forty uh, something? Yeah, probably forties and fifties. Yeah, and the like freezing rain and everything. And no sun, that's so. for sure. I think 
I guess yeah, I guess yeah. one thing that was like pretty apparent, which we actually kind of touched on a little bit right at the beginning of the right at the beginning of the episode here, was that we kind of came out of the gate like flying, right? Like I don't I don't I even like yeah. subconsciously knew that like I shouldn't be like hiking super fast, but I feel like because it was both of our first times right back on the trail since we had gotten back from our AT through hike when we were in like just amazing shape, obviously. I feel like we just kind of picked up right where we left off, and then by the t- <laughs> by the time we got through lunch, we were kind of like both just like dragging ass, like oh shit, like we need to- we can't maintain this like AT through hiker pace <laughs> like we could uh, when we were actually you know hiking two thousand miles, you know. Plus, I I had a lighter pack too, so I was like really flying then. Yeah, yeah. Like just getting off the AT and then switching up all my gear, so that was. That was definitely that helped me out a lot. Yeah, but for sure. it also hurt me too because <laughs> I went <laughs> way harder than I probably should have, especially since it was vacation. It's, I mean, I guess a through hike is is sort of a vacation, but it honestly kind of turns into a job, you know? Yeah, like yeah. You don't. Some days it's just like a job. Some days you just don't want to get up, but you got to get up and keep on moving. Yeah, so. it's like a job that you don't get paid for but instead you pay for it's like college pretty much like you, you don't you're doing all this work but you're paying to do the work which i guess Dude, I a college I... is probably a better investment than a through hike but you know. <laughs> i don't know i got a lot out of through hiking who knows some people might that's not true. even get anything out of college right that's true i, I meant that in like a <laughs> financial aspect but in like a yeah, for spiritual sure. like life fucking oh, yeah. <laughs> aspect i wish we could I wish we could have got paid for our through hike. That would have been cool. I know, right? We gotta get some sponsors, dude. <laughs> no, honestly, I was the brokest I've ever been after, but but honestly, I was the happiest too. Yeah, for sure. After achieving something like that and meeting oh, you guys, but uh, definitely. Yeah, so definitely. that first day we we hit a wall halfway through after lunch, just just because of the heat, and we had some kind of reminded me of New York a little bit. Yeah. Really, the the, the ups and downs. Like constantly. Yeah, it was like that because look, looking on the elevation profile, um, in this little handy dandy map, which is made by Anti Gravity Gear, and I'm pretty sure it's like created by the same guy that does the A Wall Guide, which would be A Wall, I guess that's his freaking name. So, <laughs> um, David. So this this elevation profile, it um. It didn't really make the first day look too bad. Like, there's a couple little ups and downs. But I think that once we got to that river section, Flossie, um, the ups and downs were so, like, subtle that they just didn't show up on the profile, honestly. Because it felt like we were just constantly going up and down, like, you know, not even 100 feet at a time. And just, like, go down to the river, walk on some sand, go up, like, 50 feet come back down sand <laughs> just like rinse and repeat and on the and that that just makes it on the map look flat because it's you're not really actually changing that much elevation but it does kind of get to you after a while just like the small ups and downs in new york like you just said yeah i can't really i can't complain at all i mean it was a beautiful day and we got awesome views it it was cool to follow that follow that river for the second half of the day um and there were there were all sorts of people fishing on. I didn't see anybody catch anything, but there, it was it was cool to just see everybody out there fishing on it too. Yeah, Which absolutely. Is, that the Chattooga River, I did look it up, and it you were right. It that is where they filmed Deliverance, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't hear any 
banjo playing music or <laughs> <laughs> anything like that so that's I didn't, good i didn't bring my banjo it's too heavy it couldn't fit it in my pack yeah <laughs> dude you gotta go ultra light maybe it's maybe ounces. somebody makes like an ultra light banjo we could fucking get up in there maybe uh that guy um brett i believe is his name that uh his trail name strings that i hiked with on the at he had a guitar with him yeah it, he, he he made it himself though so oh that's sick. it was i, I remember yeah, he that made guy it. i met him like one time but i didn't know he made it himself that's pretty that's pretty gnarly it was, yeah it was awesome like every night at camp he would take it out and just play like classical jazz music to just like chill everybody <laughs> out it was sweet oh that's 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 pretty dope um i guess i guess this is a good question so your first day back backpacking hiking whatever since finishing the at how did it feel i guess did you do you feel like you just like went right back into the swing of things like right back into that same like kind of place you were in when you were through hiking or did you kind of like feel the novelty of it a little bit at first um kind of like you did maybe when you were not exactly when you were starting your at but like kind of something similar to that at all like i don't know how how were you feeling at the beginning i don't know i don't want to sound cocky or anything but it it really felt like i never even got off the at okay i think it's just a lot of it had to do with i've almost i bought basically all brand new gear and and way lighter and when you go through a, a through hike um you learn what you need what you don't need you just learn how to live like a a minimal minimalistic is that the word yeah, yeah <laughs> minimalistic <like> <laughs> lifestyle y'all know what i mean but yeah you i i felt great i felt great throughout honestly i thought my knees would take some impact um but they didn't i just towards the end you know because uh, we were what we do two sixteens an 18 and a nine yeah yeah pretty much yeah so i mean we didn't go like too easy really we no. we sent we sent it like we always do <laughs> you know but, de- yeah, definitely didn't... didn't break any like speed records but also like nah. I, yeah i feel like i feel like we did we... like perfectly i wouldn't have wanted to do it any faster yeah. and i kind of liked the pace we did because it was enough of like a challenge too that like i kind of got that aspect out of it not that i don't like to hike slow too and just like kind of take everything in but i don't know i i feel like we we did that pretty well for sure it's just yeah it's just nor i don't know i guess it's just normal like we can we find a way to balance both of them like we're able to take everything in but also keep a good pace i i just like the feeling of getting into camp like and having time to set up and eat and bullshit yeah and just do whatever you need to do yeah for sure but no i felt i felt like i got right back into the swing of things i and also, I got some new foot. Um, I switched to the ultras. So, what were also, you hiking in on the AT? So I started with like these bulky Columbia boots. I think they were like a thousand gram boots that I had broken in previously. But I I literally walked until the sole the soles fell off in them. Like I was <laughs> slipping all in the mud and everything. And then when I hit. Irwin, Tennessee. Unfortunately, I sh- I should have gotten shoes when I was in Hot Springs, but I didn't. That would have been the smart move. See, these are things you learn when you do a through hike. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when I got to Irwin, all they had was a Walmart, so I had to go to. I 
I got a pair of Walmart shoes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I hiked in those for a while until Damascus, so a couple hundred miles. And that was a big reason for the shin splints. Foot, uh, footwear is so important. Like, you gotta, you gotta just find the 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 shoe that fits for you, and uh, whatever's comfortable for you. But yeah, I had a Walmart shoe, and then <laughs> I finally smartened up a little bit after that. Um, I got some Hoka's and stuck with those throughout the rest of the AT. But just recently switched to Ultras just to try them out and. Luckily, my job's pretty physical. Um, I move around a lot, so I was able to break them in. And I think I'm gonna stick with ultras, man. I love them. Nice, nice. So yeah, I've never, I've never hiked in them, but those are honestly those are probably the most popular like brand of shoe that we saw in the A2. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Yeah, a lot of people had them. Yeah, for sure, a ton of people. Yeah, a lot. Um, ah, uh, so day one. Um. So what was that place called, Burl's Ford? Yeah, that's where we started day two. Yeah, so I kind of want to talk about that campsite a little bit because that that was like kind of a unique campsite. So I, we we weren't really quite sure like what was going on at the time, but I was actually reading about it a little bit today, Flossie. So it's like a free. I might have I might have said this on the trail, but I wasn't like sure. But now I'm like more sure that it's like a free national forest like forest service campground and there's like a little parking area and then there's like a dirt road and you just hike in like a quarter mile to like a half mile maybe and there's just campsites along this like little hike in i guess and the foothills trail also like kind of dips down where these campsites are and so you've got people that can stay there that just like drove in almost pretty much and then you've also got hikers that can stay there uh, we were there on a Sunday night, so there was a couple people that we, like, heard off in the distance, but um, we didn't actually, like, there was nobody camped in the sites directly next to us, but that was a pretty cool spot. I thought you're right on the river, you know, Georgia's just on the other side, and they also had, like, bear poles, some of which didn't have cables, but it was still, like, an easy place to hang a bear bag, I guess, so, I don't know, and, and picnic tables, too. What did you think of that spot, Flossie? Oh, yeah, I thought it was awesome, especially that, like you said, you could see Georgia right on the other side. Um, there were so many campsites there, though. I was wondering how like far, far down they all went. Yeah, pretty far, I guess. Like I said, I think it was like a quarter to a half mile, something like that. And there was a privy, but it wasn't. It was at like the end of the road, like back near the parking lot. So probably would have been a little bit too far away for us to venture to, at least for me, because I was like totally fucking destroyed at the end of that first day i wasn't going anywhere dude <laughs> yeah you took a nap <laughs> i literally i set my hammock I look up. Over, <laughs> yeah i look over and you just slump just passed out in your hammock i always like after i set my hammock up i always like get in it just to like make sure like everything's good <laughs> and when i did that little test to get in it i just didn't get out for like an hour i just i just like took a nap real quick i mean i was absolutely destroyed you gotta keep in mind too that i First of all, I didn't really sleep well the previous night because I was really excited, and I got up at 4 a.m. to fly. Is into that the Savannah. reason why were you partying? Were you I was partying not partying. Hard? No, I was literally <laughs> I was editing a podcast. Actually, I was I was editing last week's episode so I could like oh, nice. schedule it to get it out on time. 
and then I still fucked up the day, so it came out a day late, but I, <laughs> I had to get it ready, so that, that's why I was up, and then I just couldn't sleep because I was excited, but I woke up at 4 a.m. to do the flight, and then drove for six hours, and then, you know, the I guess I, guess I, I had a night, um, you know, the night before we started, and I, I didn't sleep super well that night either for some reason, um, even though I, I think it was just because I hadn't hiked yet, so sleeping in the outdoors when you're not like exhausted. I don't know if some people love that shit, but I, I always sleep a little bit better just after like a day of hiking. So anyways, I'm saying this <laughs> because I was just really fucking tired. So I took that little nap after we got to camp at the end of day one. Um, I guess I kind of want to talk about my foot real quick too. I, I've got something going on with my left foot. Uh, I, this, I thought it was my ankle for like the past like month or two. And I was hoping it would just go away. I was like kind of babying it. I wasn't running or doing any really exercise. And um, unfortunately, it was still feeling a little bit weird. And then it kind of like turned into this thing like on the bottom of my left foot. And I'm not really sure what's going on. It feels a lot better now, but it's kind of weird. I don't know. I got to get that checked out probably. But um, it started to hurt like halfway through the day and it hurt pretty bad. So that was kind of bumming me out a little bit. But by the end of day two, which I think we're going to kind of transition into now, um, it did start to feel a little bit better. So day two, Flossie, I remember most of like the second part of day two because that's when the trail yeah. like really started to get like fucking awesome in my opinion. Once but, we um, hit like Hemlock Forest, right? All the Hemlocks. And in in, in, like the huge suspension bridge and all that stuff. But oh, I don't, yeah. what about the first half of that day? Do you rem- What do you remember from the first half of day two? Dude, I don't remember much. I remember we met that couple on top of that like little peak. Oh yeah, no, I just really the the second half of that day after lunch sticks out a lot more. Like the once we passed over Whitewater River, right? With the we had to go over this. Basically, we came down to this river and we had to go over this boulder field uh, up this ladder and across this. So like 60 foot steel bridge, which yeah. was, and then once we crossed that bridge, it was just like sick campsites for, we followed Whitewater River. That's what it's called, right? You got the map right there? Yep. Yep. I'm looking at it. Whitewater River. Yep. And and there was that like crazy bridge. People listening are probably like, wow, crazy bridge. <laughs> but it was which, dope, uh, people. It was a dope bridge. <laughs> no. And once you... Plus we, uh, Narnar was videotaping the whole time, so we're gonna have a, what would you call it, like a vlog series coming out? Well, <laughs> yeah, like a little. I'm, I'm gonna see what I can put together. I've never like actually made like a video like this before, but we did film like pretty much the entire trail. So I was gonna plug that at some point here too. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe if it's if it's good enough, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll put it out there for people to see. I haven't really looked at the footage yet, to be honest, dude, because I was just feeling like shit for the past couple of days. But maybe uh, maybe I'll take a look tomorrow if I if I find the time. Yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome to look back on that and see. Hopefully, I think I think we got some really good footage, honestly. Yeah, we did. Oh, we definitely the, did. Because the trail is just, it's got everything. Like you're always by the water. It's got waterfalls rivers you come out to like lakes and it's got it's got everything it'd be great for uh someone who was thinking about starting the appalachian trail 
Um, it'd be a good like shakedown hike oh, for sure. Absolutely, honestly, I feel like I feel like it was super comparable to Georgia, pretty much. Uh, would you kind of agree with that, Flossie? Yeah, yeah, I think I would agree, especially when which we'll probably get to later, but when we went up Sassafras, I think for sure yeah. that's that that part is comparable to Georgia. On the AT, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because, I mean, it's the Foothills Trail is, really isn't that far from, like, the Georgia section of the AT. I don't know what it is, like, straight line. Maybe I can, like, Google it. But, like, it's pretty much the same exact type of terrain. Uh, the Foothills Trail is just at a little bit of a lower elevation, I'd say. Yeah, we were up. What was Sassafras? Like three, like thirty five hundred. Let's see. I think we were up around there. Um, yeah, thirty five fifty three. Yeah. So that's I mean that's a pretty decent sized mountain I guess highest in South Carolina. Um, let's go back to day two. So <laughs> honestly, yeah, really the only thing that stuck out stuck out to me about day two was that uh white water river section like you said so oh, the this four, was probably it, just like the last like four miles of the day for us right we'd already done like 12 miles yeah. at this point yeah the forest really widened widened up that's that was one thing too like you could see you could see further it wasn't just we weren't hiking through like thick rhododendrons anymore mm-hmm. which i think that's a lot of what the first half of that day was yeah it was, it was just like the trail was really narrow and then once we passed over that bridge it, it really widened up and it was it just it was awesome walking by the river so some s- sweet campsites straight line from Oconee State Park to Amicalola Falls State Park 67 and a half miles so yeah not not very far from uh, from the start of the trail going back to what I was saying there um, but yeah, so how about what about our campsite that second night too? That campsite I thought was really freaking sweet. Um I'm, I don't did, did it did it even I don't think it had a name. That's one thing about no, this trail. Yeah, that on this trail not as many places have like official names as they do like on the AT for instance, like everything's like marked on the map, but instead of saying like, "Oh, fucking Flossy campsite here," it'll just say like just just campsite. Or instead of like a shelter, obviously there's no there's no shelters on the foothills trail. So like it, the campsites not some of them have names, but like most of them don't have names. And I don't think this one did, but it was still like a pretty like established like campsite. It wasn't just like a stealth site. Like there was um like benches and a firing and all that stuff. And I don't know what did you what did you think of that campsite? And I I thought it was like super super sweet, honestly. Well, they they do the people who do the maintenance on that trail do a really awesome job. Oh, yeah. I mean, there there were quite a like pro, I think that second or third day there were quite a few blowdowns, and they were actually out there clearing them out. But uh, if there were that many that they hadn't gotten to, I can only imagine what the the work they had been doing. So they do, I mean, they do a really good job out there. It seems like a lot of the picnic tables and the benches and stuff they had just recently put together and yeah. this trail had <laughs> it was like an ongoing joke but it had so many bridges so like, many so... bridges dude and, and <laughs> it was just funny because like half of the waypoints in the guidebook would just be like stream yeah. bridge at mile whatever 
and we'd be like, oh, shit, we've literally passed like five bridges in the last like couple hours. Like I'm not, that's not even an exaggeration. No. Like there's some sections of this trail where you will literally pass like five of these, like, and I'm like, we're not talking like shitty, like law or like planks, like over a river, like nothing sketchy. These are like nice bridges with like handrails and everything. Like just amazing, amazing trail work. Um, you know, that, that the, uh, I think it's the Foothills. I really should have looked this up. Conservancy, yeah. Foothills, Foothills Trail Conservancy. Google it just so I'm sure. Conservancy? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's what it is. So, something that I won't forget about that night. Basically, we were down in like... I don't want to call it like a gully, but isn't that, base, isn't that basically what we were in? Like down yeah it's it's kind of an embankment like it's kind of hard to explain like so we were kind of on the side of like a mountain like so kind of the trail was like kind of cutting straight through like this pretty steep terrain and then all of a sudden i'm not going to be able to describe this i feel like all of a sudden there was just like this one like kind of flat spot i guess but it was still like kind of surrounded on all sides by a hill that made no sense it was just this random flat spot in the middle of kind of a pretty sloped part of the of the mountain i guess is the best way to describe it but i I know where you're going for here flossy go ahead yeah basically just think of like a coliseum in the old days like (laughs) it was like we were down everyone it felt like uh, i don't know how to explain anyways at the end (laughs) like these fireflies just surrounded us it was like it was like they were i don't know it almost felt like we were like putting on a play or something like they were the audience and they were all just watching us for some weird reason they just thousands of them came out all around us that's why i brought up coliseum because it felt like yeah you and i were the play and they were just all i don't know it was an awesome moment it was really cool i mean we were like just kind of sitting there after dark uh we were gonna go to bed pretty soon and like i remember seeing a couple of them like come up from like this one part of like the campsite and then they yeah, like first more I thought and they more were just like came yeah I know right and like more and more just came and then they like kind of were all around us and like surrounded us and that that was really cool I'd never experienced anything like that either honestly yeah I'd never seen that many fireflies in one spot there were it was like waves of them yeah like it, it was almost like because it was so dark and they were the only things you could see it felt like you were in outer space. Like and it was just stars flickering all around you. It was awesome. It was it was pretty cool. Um, day three. So I'm trying day to day three was. I think day three was my favorite day. So that was the day that we were on like all the logging roads, right? Yeah. So that was that was kind of interesting. So the AT and like other trails I've been on will sometimes like certainly cross and often follow uh, like old abandoned logging roads for like certain maybe like a half mile or not even that or a mile like maximum right but pretty much i would say out of the 16 miles we did on day three i'd say probably at least 10 of them were on like logging roads which i thought was like really cool because like the trail is just really wide easy to follow like not super aggressive to hike on by any means and i thought that was great i don't know what what did you think about that flossy I thought it was like a pretty normal normal day, um, but it was one of my favorite days just because of where we stayed at. Yeah, like that was a yeah. that was a nice like hidden gem that I don't even think was on the map, right? I don't okay, even. Okay, so looking back on it, I think it was on the map, but it didn't. 
like specify that it was any different than any of like the other campsites. So, so that was in um. So right at the right at the end of the day, you come out to this lake that's called. Do you remember the talks name? Talks away. Talk, no, 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 or no, no, it that, was talks away river that ran into that lake, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm 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 double checking here. I haven't looked at the map since we got back. Um, oh, yeah, Jacasi, yeah, yeah, Jacasi, yeah. Lake yeah, Jacasi, so Lake Jacasi. I guess that's it. So, right at the point where Lake Jacasi hits this um like talks away river, like right with the like intersect, the river basically flows into the lake. Yeah, um, it does. It flows right into it's. It's pretty sweet because it comes in from like two directions and flows right into the lake. And there's this amazing camping spot there. I believe it's in Gorges Gorges State Park, North Carolina. So it's actually yeah. on the North Carolina side of the border. And um, but it's like it's in the backcountry. Like there's side trails to it, but I think there's still like at least a couple miles. So it's it's not like just like a drive-in like campground, but. There were like actual like mark sites there with like picnic tables and fire uh, rings and some like what were those hook hook things? <laughs> they weren't like bear cables. They were just like these like weird like little. I guess you'd like hang your clothes on it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that was what they're. I guess that's what the purpose was for them. I don't even know what it wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't put your food on them because it doesn't keep them away from any animals yeah, out no, there. Yeah, they're not but... high enough for that. <laughs> No, yeah. that was that was awesome. Um, I didn't expect that many picnic tables either. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, didn't I? Didn't I tell you like the first day, like <laughs> before we even started, <laughs> when we were you at were the like, there are none. I was like, yeah, this is probably going to be the last picnic table we're going to get on the whole trail. We hadn't even started yet, <laughs> and then we pretty much had a picnic table. Let's see, we had the first night, we had it the third night, and I guess we didn't on the other two nights. But half the nights, that's that's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah it was like nice nice flat spots it was just it was it was a nice night and we just uh we just sat out and shot the shit by the by the lake and just looked all around and that was when a lot of our at stories came up <laughs> that was yeah. the best night we had for sure we just reminisced on the appalachian trail really absolutely and talked talked about other things too but that was mainly yeah, I got goosebumps for sure. <laughs> that yeah, I'm I'm just like trying to think of like what else is worth because I, I feel like I'm not doing it justice and just being like, oh, this spot was so cool, like it was so amazing, but it really was. I mean, that's honestly my favorite thing about this whole trail was just like the campsites. I mean, all the campsites we stayed at were like so like freaking awesome, and like there's even more like really cool ones that we didn't get to stay at, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking to do this trail, like, I mean, the trail is awesome, like, in all regards, but especially the camping, freaking awesome. Definitely try to stay at the campsite at mile uh, 49, at mile 49. Yeah, I mean, we, talk, we talked about it. I mean, Narna and I both love hiking, obviously, but uh, we all know that hiking is definitely, like, the shittiest part of the day <laughs> when, when you... When you get to, when you get to camp and you're just able to kick back and relax and just a big thing for me is just not being on the phone, you know. Yeah. Just actually actually socializing. The the trail, I think I said this in the other podcast I was in, but it it forces you to to be social, to talk to people, have actual conversations. So 
that's a and that's why that that's why that was such an awesome night because Nardar and I were able to just go out there by the water, sit down, and just just talk like mm-hmm. people used to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, everyone just talks on their phones and everything. But that that's one reason I really love going out there too. Yeah, so that's that's actually you just reminded me of like uh, another thing I wanted to say about that campsite <laughs> was that um our site in particular was like right on the water pretty much and like the actual like place where we set our shit up and where the uh table was and all that stuff was like up a little bit but there was like a little path that led out to like a it wasn't really a beach but it was like kind of like a beach except instead of sand it was just like a little rock area. But it, like, it was like right up against the water. So that was really cool as well. We could like see the sky and like see the river and the lake and all that. So definitely try to stay there, people. Gorgeous State Park, mile 59 if you're going uh, eastbound on the Foothills Trail. Um, probably my favorite spot or favorite campsite anyways on the whole trail. Yeah, for sure. It was. So yeah. day four. So our last full day, we cranked up the mileage a little bit more on day four. We did 18 instead of 16 which we did on the two previous days um i feel like the well actually no so the morning just immediately after you get out of that campsite we were just talking about there you go on what's called heartbreak ridge heartbreak ridge which why why don't you why don't you tell them about that a little bit flossie yeah so basically when i read in the the foothills guide it said people were saying it was it was like the hardest part of the whole trail, but I don't know how many how many stairs were there. That, that's uh, another thing about this trail. They put instead of yeah like forming rocks into the side of the mountain, they act they put actual like steps, wooden steps. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Those were those occurred a lot throughout the whole trail, but I think there was what fifty seven like, stairs. Oh, that's it. It's, yeah, I know they made it out to be this big like, which it it was a nice oh, it was a it was a pretty steady climb, but. One hundred and fifty-seven on the way up, and two hundred and forty-nine on the way down. <laughs> yeah, let's just say the approach trail of that of the AT is way worse than that. Oh yeah, for sure. It was, but um, for that trail standards, I mean the trail wasn't easy by any means, but it's. It, what was its difficulty? They said strenuous, right? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> For... they, they. I feel like that doesn't like those kinds yeah. of ratings don't really mean jack. Exactly. Shit. I would say, like, compared to the A, well, I guess you can't really compare a seventy-seven mile trail to the A. Yeah, exactly. So, like, compared to Georgia, I would say I can't. I might have said this already, but it was. I know we talked about how it's similar to Georgia, but as far as like the difficulty goes, I would say it's like a slightly easier version of Georgia, pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, but it's, Heartbreak Ridge was, I mean, it, I'm not gonna lie, I kicked our ass a little bit there at the beginning, but once we got up to the top, like up on the ridge, we were just like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> not, not that long. bad. It's like not even a mile. This whole thing, like, it's it's just like a really short, like really steep section out of nowhere, pretty much. Um, but I personally, I don't think it was the most difficult part of the trail. Like the guidebook kind of made it sound like. Um, Maybe maybe the steepest, sure. It's, it was probably the steepest, but like I said, it was so short that it was... So like, let's move yeah. on to the hardest part of the yes. trail then. Sassafras. Sassafras. So we hit Sassafras at the very end of our last full day, so day three. Um, 
and like I said, 18 miles, so like our biggest day too, and um, not exactly in like the best of like through hiker shape. I mean, we were fine, but we were both like pretty damn exhausted by the end of this shit. But Sassafras Mountain was sick, so it's the highest mountain in South Carolina, and it's literally on the North Carolina South Carolina border, as in the border is like literally marked on the summit of the mountain. Like there's a line that goes like right through the border. So I think that's kind of funny that South Carolina's highest mountain is like half in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like they couldn't just, they couldn't just give it. Well, I guess no. <laughs> North Carolina probably just gave it to them, you know, <laughs> they're yeah, probably just can, like, yeah, here you go. We, you we got plenty this. of tall mountains in North Carolina. We don't, we don't need this little 35 foot, yeah. 135. <laughs> 500 foot mountain um <laughs> and we got really lucky too because they had literally just finished building yeah. this platform up on top of the mountain like what a week before we got yeah. up there so there's like this tower on top and there's a road that that you can drive to the top too and i'm i know myself and most like other hikers aren't usually crazy about like the roads that drive up to the top of mountains but I gotta say, like, there there was, like, only, like, two other people when we went up there, so, like, it really wasn't that bad for us. Weekend might be different, but, I mean, this tower was freaking awesome. Like, Flossie just said, they literally opened it a week before we get up there, so it was, like, brand new. Just a beautiful, beautiful tower with, like, this compass in the center, like, shows the directions and all that stuff. And, like, they even had, like, a, a guy that works for the state that was up there. Um, just kind of, you know, to give information, just this very, very old gentleman who was super friendly and super helpful. So he was, uh, was awesome. It was funny because when we came up, he was like, where are y'all from? And no, no, I was like, Vermont. And I was like, I'm from Maine. So at the end there, he's like, all right. He said he had to get going. <laughs> so he's walking down the steps and he's like, y'all ain't ran into any hogs or anything, have you? And he's like... <laughs> He's like they're they're starting to become a real problem around here. We might have to start trapping them. He, I feel like he was just pulling our leg because oh, he knew sure. we were we were both from up north. Even or though he was I just was, trying I, to intimidate us. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah. So he walks down a couple more steps, and it was like in a movie. He just turns his head over his shoulder, and he's like, "Better watch out for them copperheads too." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he said one had hit his boot like twice, attacked yeah, his boot. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. Honestly, I'm glad you brought that up. And he that was literally up. He was literally up there, and he's like, "You see that? I can see my house from oh, here." Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was literally his house. Like most people say that, and they're just joking. But I was like, "No, this, we were like, this dude oh, can shit. actually see his house." That's like literally a house up down there. Like yeah, <laughs> so good, so good. He was yeah. He was a uh, he was a nice guy. He he was funny. He was like very like old, like to the point where he was almost like a little bit out of it, which we're also going to tell a story in a few minutes here about an old person that we met on this hike that was very out of it. But, um, uh, he, he was, I don't know. He was a good guy. It was probably just like a, like a volunteer thing where he just gets to spend time up there and shoot the shit with people and kind of, you know, tell them where the border is and point to the big old line in the middle of the tower and all that stuff. So Sassafras is awesome. The view up there is amazing we, too. We, we couldn't even fit. We couldn't even because they built that platform. We couldn't even figure out how to get down. Like, <laughs> yeah, they hadn't kinda... marked. They, I don't, I'm pretty sure they haven't marked the trail fully up there yet. So we were kind of walking around like 
freaking idiots like trying to find we we climbed the tower like three different times like i think the trail goes over here wait no it goes and then we like just couldn't find it but we, we found it eventually you go up and over the tower down the other side people don't forget that <laughs> which that guy was there for like that reason we should have just asked him yeah i know right whatever i was taken in by the view that was a that was a gnarly view yeah it was beautiful for it sure. was like sunset almost. And i didn't get and pictures but you know i just took it in took some mental pictures yeah for sure you got you got some good video though oh yeah oh yeah definitely yeah sassafras was sweet um then we found like so right so like you go over the tower and then you walk like probably like point one on just like this little paved road and then the trail goes back into the woods and like right at the spot where the trail went back into the woods there was like a well, we thought it was trail magic at first. Like, it looked like what you'd see on the AT if somebody just, like, left, like, a bin of food, like, at a trailhead for hikers. Like, that's what it was, pretty much. Or that's, that's what it looked like. So, like, we literally looked at each other. We were like, we're getting we fucking were like, trail no magic way. on this. Like, there's no way. And then we <laughs> went up to it, and, like, we don't know what it was, but it, I don't think it was trail magic, because I'm pretty sure it had f diapers in it. <laughs> like, Yeah, it was, know. like, specific for somebody. They, it must have uh... been... Flossy, so your internet's cutting out a little bit. Um, I, it must have been like just for uh, like a specific hike. Like maybe someone just left it there for like somebody that they knew that was hiking the trail or something like that. Maybe they I, knew I that. Know. Maybe they knew they know that you wet your hammy. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't you think I would have needed depends. like twenty diapers. Like <laughs> there was like a shit ton of diapers in there, dude. Like I don't even know. And then the rest was just like backpacking food. So like. I don't know what that was about. Maybe if anybody listening to this knows of like a legitimate reason to have diapers on a backpacking trip, besides maybe you're hiking with a fucking baby, like definitely let me know because maybe I'm missing out on something dope I could add to my gear kit. But <laughs> keep your feet warm at night. <laughs> Shit, who knows, dude? Who knows? Um, so that was interesting. And then that night we stayed at another really sick campsite, which I this was the. This was the first night we actually stayed with somebody who was going our direction, too. Yeah, so that's another thing I should probably... I probably should have said this earlier, honestly. There's there's not that many people on this trail, at least not for us. We only saw, like Flossie just said, one other person the entire time that was hiking our direction. And what would you say? We maybe passed like six or seven total other hikers that were going yeah. the other direction the entire, the entire that trail. That were... That were actually like through hiking it or said they were trying to through hike it. Yeah, probably yeah. like five or six. There yes. weren't many. No, definitely not. Um, so this campsite, our last night, was actually had a name. It's called the John L. Cantrell Homesite Campsite. Homesite Campsite. I guess it used to be like this dude's like homesite, like this this homeboy's yeah. homesite back in the day. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Um, they even it, they still had like remnants of a chimney. Yeah, that was rocks so. And it stuff. was definitely was probably haunted, but <laughs> yeah, it was a little creepy we, in there. There was a lot of dead trees too, but it was, it was still like a sick campsite. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it's good. Another thing I noticed is we got really picky about where we were. We were able to be really picky out there. Mm -hmm. Like we were able to. We got picky about the trees and everything, looking for dead trees. And on the AT, you just if you if you're lucky, you get there before the other people. But if not, most of the good spots are already taken. Yeah. So we were able. It was it was good and bad. Honestly, 
I don't mind that I didn't see many people out there. That's that's what I was out there for. Yeah, for but, sure. But for sure. we were able to be really picky about our spots and where we stayed, and and I I I think I got a flat spot every time to set the tent up. Appreciate yeah, you letting me use your let me use the Fly Creek too. No problem. I think I've, I think I've decided I'm gonna buy it. So yeah, you definitely should. I'm sure plenty of people listening to this have Fly Creeks and can attest to how sick oh, yeah. those tents are. Um. What was I going to say uh, about the people or the lack thereof? That was, I thought that was cool too. Cause like, it wasn't like we were just completely by ourselves. Like I did a, a 90 mile hike in the Adirondacks, the Northville or a, an attempt on hiking the Northville to Placid trail like three or four years ago now, 2015. What's that? Yeah. Um, and me and my friend Dan didn't see a single other hiker for the entire fucking 90 miles and like i didn't like that at all so like i feel like the foothills trail is like enough people that like you don't just like completely go insane but like again you can be picky you don't have to worry about like the campsites being full we also hike during the week so i'm i'm guessing that some of those campsites might get a little more used during the weekend for sure but i mean overall just not nearly as many people as the at that's for sure yeah it would have been nice to exchange some stories um with people you know, but it was it was also really really good to catch up. Yeah, be out there and catch up with you. It was just enough time that you didn't get sick of me, so that that was perfect. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, you're you're talking to me less than a week later, so you can't be that sick of me. Um, let's see. Uh, let's talk about our last day. So, like our our little half day on day four and a half, I guess it would be. Um, we just did like nine miles after that last night back to the car, uh, back to Table Rock State Park. And we booked it. Yeah, we did. We were, we were hauling ass just because we were hungry and wanted to kind of, you know, wrap it up and, and fucking say we did it. Um, I will say that those nine miles, so pretty much from the summit of Sassafras or like a mile or two after the summit of Sassafras to Table Rock was like a pretty dope section, I thought. Like, you're up pretty high. I mean, obviously, because you just went over Sassafras. But um, there was that one... What was that mountain called with that overlook? Like, right, like, a couple miles before the end. It was of the called Bald Knob. The elevation was 2,849 feet. Are you that, looking that was... at the book right now? No, I got Are it you... in my... I got it in my phone. Oh, okay. I was like, how the fuck did you remember? Damn, that? I should have told every... I should have told everyone that I just memorized that, so I sounded <laughs> smarter, but... Damn, I should have just went with that. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, Bald Knob. That was the best. Other than Sassafras, that was definitely the best view we had. We could see Table Rock, like the actual Table Rock from yeah. from that spot. So, like, there's really not that many expansive views on this trail. Really only that one and the summit of Sassafras. I'd really say that's it. Like, there's a couple other ones where you can kind of, like, see through the trees a little bit. Like, like... And, like, it's still, like, a super scenic trail if you haven't gotten that memo already uh, listening to this conversation. But, like, those are really the only two, like, expansive views. And they come, like, right at the end, both of them, too, which I thought was kind of cool. Or the end for us, obviously, if you hike the other way, you'd get them your first – both of them your first day probably. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of cool, too. And, and that bald knob was, like, a really, like, awesome view as well. A great way to kind of wrap up the trip there. Yeah, and – if you started like early April, you might have been there right before bloom, right before bloom season. So you you might get better views during that's during true. that time. So yeah, that's true. It was just it just happened that 
we were there late April, early May, so. Which was still, like, an awesome time to hike it, I thought, because, like, it wasn't, like, overbearingly hot, but it also wasn't, like, super cold either. Like, it was a pretty, like, neutral. It honestly just felt like what it's like here in Vermont, hiking, like, during the middle of July. Like, that's what it felt like down there at the end of April, pretty much, which is, like, yeah. what I'm used to. So, like, that was that was pretty nice, I thought. And then we met, oh, the, the swim at the end was... Yeah. It was refreshing. So there's, that, was, that was well needed. Yeah, I, I've been I've been talking. I've been doing most of the talking here. You, I'll let you take that one, Flossy. Oh, basic. Well, at first we didn't even. This sounds like we don't have like any sense of direction, but we didn't know. <laughs> they, it, it was like they stopped blazing the trail, basically. Like, yeah, for like the last like point two, probably. Yeah, so we were like, uh, we came across this this sweet little. It was like a little falls. And uh, a perfect natural shower. I was like, you know what? Let's just not waste time at Table Rock, and we'll just. It was this awesome pool. We just jumped in, and which we Nar got some some sweet footage of it. But basically, just yeah, got a natural shower, and we met this woman that did the 14 state challenge, which I was confused what that was. Yeah, I'd never heard of that before, honestly. I mean, I guess we did that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just did it a little bit more extreme but props to her it's, i guess it's what, what did she say it was not hiking every state on the at but hiking in every state on yeah. the at <laughs> and she was so proud of it too hey like I, I mean it's that's I, no that's no i would sick. be no i like didn't even want to bring up that we hiked the whole the whole at i wanted her to have her have that moment <laughs> <laughs> and just us be clueless about it what's but, what's the at is, <laughs> yeah, is exactly. the at trail is that what it is <laughs> the AT. She was but, a uh, she was a nice little old lady though. Yeah, and then we, and then we got Moe's barbecue. Yeah, it's right, been right at the time. end in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, on the way back. Um, yeah, that was that was a great way to end it as well. Um, yeah, I feel like as far as the swimming goes, like there's a bunch of places on this trail that you can swim, like not just at the end there. Oh yeah. We swam another time. We forgot to talk about that. Actually. What was that? Was that our, was that our second or third day? I think that was the third day. Yeah. That was the third day. I'm trying to figure out where it was, what river it was. The horse, horse pasture river. Yes. Horse pasture. Yeah. That's a, if y'all are looking to swim, definitely horse pasture. And then if you're going eastbound, the last, what, Point five, there, or was it point two or something like that? I don't remember something like that. Like right yeah, at the end, pretty much. Basically, those are two great spots, but there are so many other oh, ones. Yeah, we could have swam definitely like at least once every single day on this hike. I mean, most of like the scenery is like rivers and stuff, if as you probably come to realize by now. So, yeah, I I mean. Dude, just thinking back on this now, like wow, that that was that was such a fun hike. Like you have the the mountain views, you have like literally a high point, a state high point, and then you have like so many awesome rivers and so much just like beautiful like forest, like and and obviously amazing weather for us. Like I don't honestly, other than my foot, which did get a little bit better as the trail went on, and is feeling much better now that I haven't been walking sixteen miles a day on it. Um, other than that, I feel like this was pretty much like a perfect like a fucking hike yeah, like i hate to was. say that but like it was just no, it was. it was so amazing and if you're a beginner really like this is 
because it, it's it's really is not strenuous like like we said earlier a lot of it is on the logging roads which are pretty pretty easy going yeah i mean it's a great hike for for a beginner like i would totally bring my buddy ben out there who's been wanting to hike like that would be a perfect perfect start absolutely for someone who's never backpacked before absolutely and and just for someone like us who's like done the at maybe and wants to like go hike just a similar out. trail like with a pretty much identical feel with that's just like not the at like it because like i said it's super close to the at same mountains and everything so like very similar feel other than the lack of shelters and the lack of people um definitely just for anybody that wants to hike at all i would just recommend this trail like it's it's so amazing so amazing and hopefully you have as nice of a time as we did and as good of weather as we did as well yeah we've gotten so lucky <clears throat> like hiking especially yeah. through through the whites like we had not a drop of rain got on my head and when i hiked this through the smokies not a drop of rain through there either so i don't know the hiker gods are with me <laughs> the absolutely, trail provides absolutely that's why i'm gonna drag your ass out on the northville to placid trail at the end Dude, I'm of ready. the summer hopefully <laughs> Well, uh, we can talk a little bit more about that later, but uh, I'm I'm trying to get Flossie to go on another through hike. By the end of our like our second convinced. to last day, I was already like trying to sell him on it. Like, oh, dude, we got to come back out and do another one like this year. <laughs> like, I was trying to get him going. No, I'm down for sure. I'm I'm already convinced. By that time, I'll have have my new pack and a new tent. So hell yeah. It kind of sucked. I had to haul the old Osprey out, but it was it's all right. It's a it's a great pack. It is what it is. Starting out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got you through the whole AT, so can't complain about that. I know. I'm surprised I got through the whole AT with everything I had. <laughs> like, literally, my sleeping pad, I spent like $47 on it. And my down bag, I spent like 73 I just, I was on a budget, but I made it all work. It's what you got to do. Just make it work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you don't need the best gear to do a through hike just make it work <laughs> just send it man just gotta have the i had right a 90 mindset. i had a 99 dollar amazon tent the whole <laughs> and that is the truth the whole at <laughs> and i made it work <laughs> hell yeah so, hell yeah that's how much i wanted it <laughs> let's um let's let's kind of wrap it up here a little bit flossy so there's a big old elephant in the room between you and I right now because we have yet to talk about probably like the the most like noteworthy story that happened to us on this hike or yeah, yeah. I, I would say that definitely the weirdest thing um so let's do that I always like to save the stories for the end but this time I'm like saving a, saving a story that happened to me too so I think I, I guess we'll both kind of just chime in and, and get it down so this was on our second day right it was lunchtime at the second day mm -hmm. yep so we crossed um let me look at the map i guess it doesn't really matter too much it must have been south carolina 107 uh sloan sloan bridge yeah that's what it was yeah that sounds right yeah that was the one about 24 miles into the trail and there's some picnic tables and a privy or a little outhouse at this road crossing and there's like a little parking area and everything. And so we kind of knew about the picnic tables. And so we stopped there to eat lunch like that. That's kind of what we planned on. And 
So we get there, we take our, like, or at least I took like all my food out and everything. I was like getting ready. I actually started eating and everything. And this if you lady... don't know Nar, he literally takes all the food <laughs> out of his pack and strews it everywhere. I'm a, I'm so a, sp- that... I'm a sprawler for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what had happened. My shit was what? everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so this lady pulls into the parking lot. She, she parks her car. She gets out. Older lady, probably in what are like 60s, something like that. Yeah, I would say around that age. In her 60s. And she has, a, she has a dog in her car as well, like a bigger dog. And she gets out and she comes over to us. So what was the first thing she said to us? Oh, the first thing she said are, she was like, are you guys millennials? <laughs> and then she's like, wait. And then she sits down next to Nar. So she's sitting like right next to Nar and then she was like, you guys look a little bit older than millennials, are you? And you were like, I don't really know the cutoff, but yeah, I'm a millennial. <laughs> Anyways, then she starts talking about her son and everything and saying how, I don't know, he's a doctor and whatnot. And then what is she? Uh, so it's like she, it really hit me that there was something wrong with this lady when she, she was asked intoxicated. us to stay at her house for like a month. Isn't that what she said? <laughs> she literally was like, hey, do you guys know Airbnb? My house is on it. You guys want to stay in my house for a month? <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> was... uh, no. So at, th- at this point, we kind of both realized that like there was something off with this lady. Um, I also kind of realized at this point that her pupils were like really dilated. I think that's the they right were huge. word. They were just like yeah. huge, like just yeah, taking up her whole eye, and like she was slurring, like she was just like like not like super responsive to everything we were saying. Like there was just she was pretty off, honestly. Up to this point, I just like I wasn't sure if she was drunk or if she was just like a crazy person. Honestly, I, I at this point I still thought she was like just a crazy person, but I was kind of just waiting for her to go away. Like I figured she would just like she told us she stopped to pee. She never actually went to, into the bathroom at all, but like no, she that's never what, did. That's what she, she had, told us. So I figured she, she was just gonna like, in her hand. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. She did. Like I figured she was just gonna like, like leave. Like I didn't think she'd be there for that long. But we talked to her for probably what like five, eh, probably closer to ten minutes, right? And then she made the comment about the dog. What did she say about the dog? Well, at first she was like, "I thought you guys would be nice." Aren't yeah. You? And she was like, you guys aren't going to, like, like beat me up or murder me or anything like that. And she was just super – the tone of her voice was, like, eerie, like a witch, like yeah, creepy. Yeah. Like, she was on something for sure. And uh, and then she looks at Nar and she's like, you're doubtful. <laughs> like, And you're just like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doubtful? What am I doubtful about? <laughs> and then she says something about her dog. She said like, I wouldn't she was like I wouldn't dare let him out cuz he might he might attack you or bite you or something. Yeah. And then that's the moment she starts walking over to her car <laughs> and and I start packing my stuff up. And Nar's like he gets the hint that I'm like all right, it's time to get out of here for yeah. sure cuz I don't know what she's getting out of the car. Like it could have been anything. You you never know. And uh so I start packing my stuff up. Nar's like passing me his food bag he's like dude just just throw my stuff in here it'll make the process quicker (laughs) he's like tying his shoes and and then she luckily i saw her put the dog on a leash at least she was 
in the right state of mind to do that. Yeah. So she p- puts the dog on the leash and brings it over, and then Nar's like, "Ma'am, um, actually, I'm kind of allergic to dogs. My my dad's allergic, and I just kind of got it from him." <laughs> and you were like, She's "Not." I I'm not allergic to dogs. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't know. It was a I've never gotten that type of vibe from somebody. Yeah, before. and like it was a it was a pretty big dog too. I don't remember what kind of dog it was, and the, the dog was fine. Like it didn't bark at us, it didn't jump at us or anything. But like just yeah. when this crazy lady that was just talking about like how her dog was going to attack us if she brought it out brings out her dog, I was just like, <laughs> no, keep that fucking thing away from me. Like like we're kind of laughing about this, but like. At the time, oh, like, it was yeah. actually, like, pretty, like, sketchy, honestly. I, I was, I mean, we were both, like, pretty uncomfortable, I think, uh, with this whole I situation. I couldn't stop, like, when af- hiking afterwards, I, like, couldn't stop thinking about it. Then I was like, what if she just stops at, like, the next, <laughs> like, the next road crossing on 107 and she's just sitting there? <laughs> nah, like she I don't, just tried I don't think to follow she, us. I don't think she had a fucking clue what we were doing, honestly. Like we told her we were hiking the foothills trail. I don't think she had a fucking idea like what the foothills trail even was. Oh, oh yeah, and she was like, she was like, we were like, where are you going? And oh yeah, that's she's like exactly I'm driving. What I was home. Say, yes. She's like I'm driving home, and we were like, where's home? And she was like, the Pisca Forest. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that is. She's like, I don't have a home. I live in the Pisca Forest. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I think she was just trying to get stuff off on us, honestly, because. She kept talking about how hard it was taking care of her mother. Oh, yeah. She was talking about how her stuff. mother was, like, really old. And, like, I kind of got the vibe that she really just, like, wanted her mother to, like, die or something. So she didn't have to. It was, this is, this is the lady was, like, fucking weird people, I'm telling you. I don't even no, know. No, she was, I've never, I mean, I felt uncomfortable before. But I was, honestly, in that moment, I was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. That was, <laughs> hands down the sketchiest person i've i mean she wasn't she wasn't a hiker we met her at the road but like hands down the sketchiest person i've ever met like while i was on a hike before like yeah not not good if it wasn't for the dog thing honestly i think i would have just thought she was like drunk or crazy or something i mean she seemed harmless we we both definitely could have taken her (laughs) not one of us (laughs) you could have got the dog i would have got her yeah but i mean when she went and got the dog out, that's when, like, I really oh, wait. was like, F- okay, fuck this lady. Like, this lady's fucking... Oh, wait, you're crazy. allergic, so I, I would have had to go after the dog. Yeah, yeah. I right. would have taken the lady, you would have taken the dog. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, I think that, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, we just, like, once I saw Flossie packing up, and once the lady kind of started walking back towards the car to get her dog out, I was like, yeah, no. So I started to pack up, and we pretty much just dipped, and... I would say that's like a pretty obvious piece of advice, but still worth repeating, I guess, is um, if you ever meet anybody on the trail, you're not comfortable around or at a road crossing like we did, um, you know, obviously sometimes it's more convenient than other times, but if you can just pack up and keep going or hike somewhere else, you know, just get away from us. That's the best honestly, thing we, do. if we wouldn't have booked it so quick, really we probably should have got her license plate number and at least notified somebody because she was not in the right state of mind to be driving. She could yeah. have totally hurt somebody else. Yeah, and I did check my cell phone for service um, right after we like kind of got back in the woods there. But yeah. Neither one of us had service, and I, don't I know. remember because I was like, I was looking for service while she went back to her car because I didn't know what she was going to get. Obviously, I could tell she wasn't leaving. She was like in the back seat. Yeah. And I was like, I just want service just in case, you know. Yeah. But we didn't have any, so. Sketchy, but, you know, 
we were okay and just use discretion out there, people. Uh, that's oh yeah, we could have we could have taken her. Yeah, definitely. I don't the dog. It was a pretty big dog, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> we we she would have been no match for Narnar and Flossie, the most oh, intimidating yeah. names you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Speaking of that, some guy at a hostel picked me up on the AT and. He was like, I thought you were a girl. He was like, I thought I was looking for a girl. Because he's like, what kind of a guy name is Flossie? <laughs> oh, what a jackass. Wow. I know. I was like, dude, it was just given to me. Like, it's a fucking trail name, yeah. <laughs> oh, so also, I got to give that guy credit because literally his sister left him in charge of her house to take care of a bunch of smelly hikers. And he didn't even know. Like, she didn't even notify him. Damn. <laughs> that that she didn't notify him that she ran a hostel too <laughs> and he he was so pissed when he picks me up he had to like do all this laundry and take care of us and stuff he didn't even know that it... <laughs> he didn't what? even know she she it was like she failed to mention that that her she also caters to at through hikers at her house <laughs> and was, he was like was he was a, so it was mad a hostel he had... said what was the hostel it was um bear um i forget it was it, it was a hostel right before um harper's ferry like okay. li- like literally six miles from oh harper's ferry. oh it you was... know what i tried to stay at that hostel i called those motherfuckers and they didn't answer the phone so i just didn't yeah, stay there <laughs> well yeah she was out of town I mean, he dude he was so mad he had to pick me up <laughs> oh that, so that, that probably explains why uh nobody fucking picked up the phone when i called him like three times damn honestly <laughs> in the morning closure <laughs> yeah dude in the morning i think he had a little bit to drink i could smell it on his breath when he picked me up but yeah not good people not good um <laughs> i think with that we're gonna kind of wrap it up Flossie. is there anything else you want to say about the foothills trail about this trip no i just i was stoked we were able to do it we, we talked about it at the end of the at kind of like I didn't know if I was going to be able to go on it because I didn't know if I'd have all the gear ready and I was fortunate enough you let me borrow your tent and it all just panned out and worked out and all in all it was literally no issues. Yeah, we killed other it. Than, yeah, other than that one that one little mishap, but it, it made out for a good story. Yeah, for sure. And all, I'm, right, man. I, all right, man. Honestly, I'm ready to try the Northfield of Placid Trail. Hell yeah, that's gonna be another step up, but I think we, uh, I think we can handle it for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it. Um, to everybody listening, I, I hope you enjoyed this kind of like different episode. I'm not gonna edit this. Like, I'm sorry if there was like some clicks and some like background noise and that stuff, but I'm gonna keep it pretty raw for this one. No cuts. And yeah, yeah. Please go check out the Trail Tales Patreon if you haven't. Helps me keep produce keeps helps me keep producing the show <laughs> and um i would just really appreciate that you'll get a bonus episode and some bloopers and all that good stuff uh yeah just go check that out please patreon.com slash trail tales instagram at trail tales pod and most importantly thank you very much for listening and flossy dude thank you so much for taking the time for round two this was awesome i'm glad we kind of have this conversation that kind of encapsulates like every part of our entire like foothills hike so that's pretty cool we have this to look back on now so dude thank you so much in about five months we'll do the northfield of placid uh podcast after we complete it (laughs) you'll you'll be able to get your redemption 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, All right. I think that's going to do it. The quote live, quote episode of Trail Tales is over. I don't think I'm going to keep doing them like this unless people really like it. But yeah, thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody. Peace out, Hiker Trash. Peace.